You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. The same-sex marriage survey has closed, and now we wait. We wait until November 15 to find out the results, not that we will know what those results will mean. For a rather ephemeral political strategy, the same-sex marriage survey has cast a long shadow over Australia. The debate during the run of the survey wasn't a kind one, and it didn't just impact same-sex couples with kids who want to marry. Holly's Wolf is a single mum who happens to be gay. She has a son who is um, playing around our feet at the moment if you hear little incidental sounds and chitter chatter. He's here for the for the interview, though he won't be speaking. She's here to talk about the survey's impact on her community. Hi Holly, how are you? Hi, good, thank you. Tell us a bit about your family. Uh, so I'm a queer solo parent by choice and I conceived my baby using a friend as the known donor. Um, but I yeah, went it on my own from the very beginning because I didn't want to wait around for the right person to do that with. So yeah. Can I just say, I love that your son chose the moment you started speaking to speak back to you. I love it. I know, it's so <laughs> typical. <laughs> so you never get a moment to yourself. People often say you're lonely as a solo parent. I don't have time to be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can imagine you know. All right, well, how has the survey impacted on you? It's, um, I just feel incredibly vulnerable every time I leave my house, you know, and I was thinking about it on the way in here. Um, before I became a parent, my, I, I, the most of the people I mixed with were queer people. I, I stayed in my queer community mostly because that was my friendship circle. Then when I had a kid, I was kind of, um, you know, my community expanded and I hang out with a lot of straight people now, which makes me more vulnerable to the impacts of this survey. When I'm at a playgroup, you know, I'm sitting there in the playgroup and there was a woman the other day who had a Vote Yes shirt on and for a moment I felt really happy because I was like, oh, isn't that great? And then I thought, yeah, but who here hasn't voted yes, you know? And I just suddenly felt like I was kind of alienated in this space that normally I feel comfortable in. Uh, My mother's group, there's maybe 12 people in the mother's group and I know that some of them definitely voted yes, but I don't know if all of them did. And so I, you know, I'm constantly hanging out with these people, not knowing whether they support me to have equal rights or think that I somehow am not worthy of it. And it's it's really it's really scary. And have you seen the impact on your friends as well? Because as I mentioned in the introduction, it's not just about. Um, same-sex couples who want to marry. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I don't really have an interest in marrying and most of my friends don't. But, you know, every time I go to anyone's house, that's all we really talk about nowadays. And the impact it's had on wider family actually is really distressing. I have a friend who um, whose family is uh, Palestinian and Lebanese and she said she just doesn't know what to do because she knows for a fact that a lot of them have voted against it and it's tearing her apart with her relationship to the, her extended family. Um, another friend of mine, a lot of her a lot of her family are quite conservative politically and, you know, they on the surface have all been getting along fine, but she said she'd actually drafted a letter to send to them saying, I know that normally you wouldn't vote, you know, in a left-leaning way, but this is about me and my rights and the safety of me and my friends. And, and she didn't send it because she didn't know how it would be taken. So now she... You know, without even having had a conversation, she feels estranged from her extended family. And, yeah, it's just really heartbreaking. Um, 
I go to the Rainbow Rainbow Families Playgroup, which is um, for. <laughs> we know what you do. You Damn want to play with a truck. <laughs> um, it's a, a play group for gay, lesbian um, and queer, bi and transgendered families. And um, yeah, a lot of the conversation at that play group every time we go is about, you know, how it's impacting different people. The people who've got older kids feel that they have to stay away from any media because they don't want their kids to... I'm lucky that my child's too young to understand, but the kids, the older kids, you know, they hear things on the radio that are really against their family. They see things in the newspapers. It's being talked about everywhere they go and there's just no way of escaping it. And um, so I've got a a friend at Rainbow Families Playgroup, a gay dad. He's a lovely, lovely person. And he's got two kids who are both old enough to understand the discussion that's happening. And he, um, he, they've got a rule in their family at the moment that there's no media at home because they don't want to be their kids to be exposed to the, the homophobia um, of the No campaign. And he said that um, he was in the shops with his daughter the other day and it was on Talkback Radio in the shop and he said he just had to... Oh, I feel like crying. He had to leave his shopping and take his daughter out and go home because he didn't want her to, to hear that stuff about her family, you know, and he's just trying to buy some bread and milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... It's really upsetting (laughs) what the community has been put through. (laughs) So one of the key arguments before this survey came out was that a lot of people were calling on government to pass this through parliament, that it didn't have to be a survey, it didn't have to be a plebiscite or any of those things. The government Mm. could make a decision. Mm. Do you see that this confrontation you've seen your friends go through, both with their families and trying to navigate just normal life, do you mm. see that could have been avoided had it yeah. just been made law? Absolutely. Because you would, you would still get pushback, right? If it had been made law, we could have still had a, quite a lot of negativity. We could, but our rights wouldn't have been handed over to every person on the street. And the word rights is, it's not a privilege, it's a right. It's something that you have a right to because you're a human being in this country. And um, the damage that's been done is never going to be undone. Like, it doesn't matter whether the vote yes or vote no campaign gets up in some ways because it's too late. Like, people have been hurt, families have been pulled apart, and, it yeah, it should never have come to this. The government is supposed to protect minorities, not make them more vulnerable. We Obviously, we don't know the results yet. Mm. How are you feeling about the fact that the survey is being counted now? So... Hopefully this means that the media will quieten down about trying to persuade people one way or the other. Mm. But how does that sit with you? In a way, I mean, I don't mean this because of course I want the yes vote to get up. Of course I do. But in a way, I almost, I'm also not interested in a way and in into what happens because we don't even know what the government's going to do with that. I mean, I suspect they're going to use it as a an excuse to pass it and say, look, it wasn't us, you know, the the public wanted it, so we had to, so that it's not a political move on their behalf. But, um, yeah, it's it's less interesting for me what the end result is as opposed to what's actually happened in the lead-up. And, and knowing that those votes have been counted right now, yeah, that hurts, you know. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a lottery, you know. Do I get rights or don't I? <laughs> Is my kid going to grow up in this world thinking that there's something wrong with me or be proud of me? It's you know, has a big impact. I'm pretty sure he's going to be proud of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and what about the end date, November 15? Is that mm. going to be something? I, I imagine 
even I feel like I don't have a buy-in, but I feel yeah quite nervous and yeah. anxious about that date. I, I can't yeah. imagine how that makes you feel. Um, I there's a couple of parties organised for the votes, optimistic parties. <laughs> Um, with the Rainbow Families community, which I possibly will go along to, actually, because that could be really sweet. If it's a bad result, then it would be nice to be around other community because there's going to be so much grief. Um, and if it's a good result, it would be nice to be around other families who, you know, who've been on the same journey as I have in the last few months and to share that. I don't know if I'd call it joy, relief. It's probably not quite the right word either, but some kind of like, okay, now it's over and we can close that chapter. Yeah. And then move on and see move what on. happens next. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's hoping that yeah. November 15, <laughs> there's a reason for some rainbow-coloured streamers yeah. out there. <laughs> Holly, thank you so much for speaking thank with you. us. <laughs> that was Holly's Wolf. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.